Welcome to Sales Cultures Redefined, where we transform people with purpose, income, and a better life. Here's your host, CEO of Sales Managed Solutions, Lance Cooper. Today, new sales managers in America, including independent insurance agents and other small business owners, attempt to learn how to recruit and coach salespeople. And they're still selling. And at the same time, they're handling the service and financial systems of their companies. They're entrepreneurs struggling with the frustrations of wearing many hats while working to push revenues higher as they also keep customers happy and employees productive. They're worried about profit. Many of these young leaders have never coached another salesperson or a sales team. And every day we talk to people who have taken on an agency or small business and find themselves faced with what to do with their first salespeople. In this podcast, I want to present a phase one of outstanding coaching. It will contain a list of five coaching actions with their tools and skills to master as a sales leader. Here's the first action. Get to know your people. While similarities exist, each salesperson, just like each of your sons and daughters, is different. They have different life stories, maturity levels, different motivations, and different needs with different strengths and weaknesses. What this means to you is that you will coach others in a manner in which they would like to be coached and not in the way you would like to be coached. And just like customers who have different personalities and motivations and problems and questions, you will adjust your communication and how you coach your reps in order to help them succeed and achieve their goals in an environment that will inspire them to their best efforts. For this first coaching action, before you begin coaching, I want you to learn to interview your reps. You can do this formally with an interview guide, a foundation interview, you might call it, and informally over coffee. And I want you to analyze their personality assessments to understand them as persons. Here are seven critical things I want you to learn to make your coaching more effective. What is their number one motivation? What is their income goal and why is it important to them? What is their personality and how is it different from yours? What must you do to make your communication with them comfortable? In other words, how have you got to adapt just like you would adapt to a customer who's a thinker or a relationship person or maybe they're a dynamo, you know, just a task-oriented person? Number four, do they like private or public recognition? Are they sensitive to criticism? Are they process-driven and without an urgency toward time and results? Or is hitting targets with deadlines more important to them? Number seven, are they skeptical and trusting of authority? And are they optimistic at getting around obstacles in the way of achievement? As you learn these things, accumulate this knowledge along with important people and hobbies and other special things you learn about them in a coaching information sheet. This sheet will help you to remember them as the number of people you coach grows. So the coaching action is get to know your people, tools or interview questions and personality assessments, and a coaching information sheet. And the skills are interviewing skills and knowing how to analyze personality assessments. Next, number two, help them set their sales goals. In your interview, when you discover their number one motivation is a specific income for specific and unique reasons, and you learn that it's tied to making things better in their lives, you can help them set sales goals. These sales goals, when reached, 
will help them achieve what they want with a precise and needed income amount. For example, paying off debt at a certain rate, getting a house, or increasing their savings to an amount each year. On the other hand, some of the reps you hire will want to beat others. And if you sell, they will want to beat you. They are competitive, and they've been that way throughout their whole life. You will see that from the first day of their interview or hiring that they will want to know what they can do to win and to be considered and recognized as a high achiever. They will listen for you to mention what the best achieve, or they will just come out and ask you. Help them set a competitive goal. Tell them a range of sales each month and year that will put them in the top tier of sales producers. Finally, in some sales organizations, servant-oriented technical types who know their products and services well may have enough conscientiousness and enough of certain personality traits to move into sales. These hybrid types, often technically focused in the company or in life, may do well enough to keep a sales position if they know what's expected of them and what the minimum standards to keep a sales position and help the company succeed are. They are usually real and believable, but if they do sell at or above the minimum, they will need you to tell them your expectations of them and for you to give them their goals, the sales, the closing rates, and the profit per sale. They will also need to see that you track progress and that their numbers are shown as a part of your weekly sales meeting. When the goals are set for each person, add them up and create and communicate the team sales goal for each month. So the coaching action is to help them set their sales goals. The tools are interview questions, goal planning meetings, and sheets. And the skills are interviewing skills, identifying the number one motivation, and setting goals. Now you're ready for the third coaching action to master, and that is to teach an activity process. The typical activity process for high-activity sales professionals to master is simple. To teach it, remember this. There are only three things to track each week for your team and its salespeople to achieve or exceed their sales goals. The number of first appointment opportunities they hold, the closing rate on those appointments, and the income per sale to the reps. To design your activity process, decide the closing rate on first appointments. Yeah, you can assume around a third until you track and calculate what it is for the average and top performers. And also, decide what the rep income per sale will be by calculating what the average profit per sale will be and what you will share of it with reps. Finally, with these key numbers, it is easy to determine the number of appointments that must be held at a certain income to achieve a minimum sales level per rep and to help each person achieve the goals they have set for themselves whether competitive or income-focused. Help each rep understand their monthly number of appointments, closing rates, and income per sale to achieve what they want. Coaching action, teach an activity process. Tools, goal sheet, activity sheet, closing rates, income per sale, appointment rates. Skills, learning to do the math for critical sales activities. When you have this third coaching action completed, then move to coaching action number four, which is teach a sales process. A face-to-face -face sales process. What a rep does step-by-step -step in their first appointment. 
If held in the office, it will start with initial rapport building moments. If held in a home, it will start when driving up to the home. And all excellent and consultative sales processes start with an initial contact step where there are moments of introductions and agenda and rapport building. They then teach the sales reps to transition into a listening and discovery step with pre-prepared questions. 12 to 15 open-ended questions designed to help both the sales rep and the customers understand the needs to be filled and the problems to be solved by a product or service. After getting agreement to these, the rep then moves to a customized presentation where he gives advice or does a demonstration which explains the solution. As the rep allows customer feedback during his advice, concerns and questions and fears and their answers and the solutions are also addressed prior to asking the customer to make a decision. And after securing a transaction, the rep or company employee may, as standard procedure, follow up after the sale with the new customer to check for satisfaction, other needs, and for referrals. This is a typical sales process with tools and skills within it tailored to the company and its products and services, and also adjusted for typical customer needs and problems in the market. With both an activity process, a sales board, and a face-to-face selling process, the sales manager can coach individual reps and help them develop successful habits and skills. This helps to eliminate poor coaching, often identified as pounding on the reps for results. Processes help reps and coaches by allowing them both to look at the steps and the tools and the skills to be mastered by them as a successful salesperson. The coaching action is to teach the sales process. The tools, company and personal introduction, agenda, discovery questions, presentation, boilerplate, solutions to six to eight typical questions and concerns that people have when you talk with them. One to two ways to ask people to make a decision. The skills are how to adapt to different personalities, how to ask questions and paraphrase needs and problems, how to customize presentations and how to allow feedback and how to handle customer questions and how to ask for a decision and how to follow up after the sale. And finally, how to ask for referrals. That's the sales process. The fifth coaching action to master as a successful sales manager is to update the sales board and hold a sales meeting each week. Even the best professionals in sports or sales get off track. They may lose their optimism or something happens at home. Call reluctance and belief in themselves may decrease or something takes away their focus. They don't feel appreciated or recognized. They begin to drift and Reps who do not communicate with each other may begin to harbor negative and untrue perceptions, which leads to poor teamwork, or the market and the economy and even their luck may change. For these reasons and others, top sales managers huddle one-on-one with each of their people, and some more often than others throughout the week. They also update their sales boards for appointments held and sales made, while Aside, they track income and profit per sale and closing percentages. Doing these things each week gives sales managers things to celebrate with the team and its reps, and it helps to create urgency to correct skills or appointment rates in a timely manner that helps keep everyone on track to goal achievement. It also helps provide needed optimism, encouragement, and individual and team appreciation, a triad of emotional factors that, when paid attention to, 
increases sales levels and helps to keep them at consistent and acceptable levels. The coaching action, the fifth one, update the sales board and hold a sales meeting each week. The tools are sales boards and a meeting agenda. And the skills are how to sit down and hold one-on-ones and how to conduct a weekly high-performance sales meeting. If you are a new sales manager or one that has worked hard but without training or mentoring, I want you to know that the five coaching actions with their tools and skills will increase your sales and your confidence as a coach and sales manager. They will work together to take away your frustrations with a very important part of what you do, sales management and coaching. You will be happier. The reps that want to perform will be more successful and the customers you serve will refer more business to you. By the way, the reps that don't want to perform, you'll find out about them pretty fast. You see, you have what it takes to improve and get better. And if we can help, please reach out. You have just listened to Sales Cultures Redefined. Subscribe to our podcast on iTunes or Google Play, and we'll see you at the next episode.